was just gonna kind of yell at the Gundam style at you, but I didn't. I didn't want to take that privilege from you. So. Yeah, that probably would have startled me. Um, you know, it's a really good song, also by Sai. Mother, uh-huh. father, Hyakushiki. Oh. All right. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go with Daddy. Okay. And and I was like, oh, this is the this is the Rambo route. <laughs> Which he did write. I think Size is a big fan of Mobile Suit Gundam. Yeah. A- as we are all. Um, but Gundam style, Daddy, the one Colin said that I don't actually know because I only know one Size song. <laughs> Hangover, the one he did with Snoop Dogg. Oh, that one does rule. That one, okay. like, he has a lot of good songs. Not enough people are saying this. Yeah. Isn't there also a Psy Gundam? Oh well, hmm. <laughs> there is a there is a there is a Psycho Gundam. Yeah. <sighs> Okay, but not a though not a like not a Gundam piloted by Sai himself. Maybe no. he makes a cameo in a Build Fighter series or something. I'm sure cool. he does. I'd watch that. Um, well, we're here. We our, our souls have been ravaged by Bajina. Um, and and we still get we're still getting more of it. It'll never end with us. Um, yeah, it's it's Bajina all the way down. Yeah, it's it's just nothing nothing but Bajina. Oops, all Bajinas. It's ABB. Always be Bajina. <laughs> Every day in Bajina. <laughs> Assigned yeah. Bajina at birth. Uh, abab. Abab. Um, and we're here, we're here to talk about Gundam, and I feel like these these episodes are, are a lot... These episodes are a lot easier to talk about than last week, because, like, compared to the last batch we had, nothing happens this week. Yeah. There's a lot of wow cool robots, and that's about it. Yeah, it's like, what what if we just did some fights? I would say, yes, you love to see it. I do love to see it. I love to see the Mega Bazooka. Mega Bazooka. (laughs) Mega Bazooka. (laughs) Bazooka. Oh, man. There you go. Yeah, see, and it came up in a nice organic way. We didn't have to assault our listeners with that the very first thing in the episode, and I think they're all grateful for that. We didn't have to pre-plan before the episode when we were going to allow ourselves to say Mega Bazooka. Because we knew we were going to... Once once we got on that train, there is no getting off. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, well, would you all like to get into it with um, episode ten? <laughs> reunion. Reunion. Yeah. They're going to reunion. Reunion. <laughs> We've still got this cool little intro where we fly by Saturn and there's a dead body and whatever. Um, it's I, great. I didn't realize until this episode that that's just the kind of. The standard show intro. (laughs) That's the thing that Gundam does, right? Because this happened to me when Morgan and I were watching 0079, where a lot of times we didn't realize what the intro was. And it's just like, why are they showing this footage again? And it's like, oh, this is just the intro. And then it changes like randomly. Sometimes they just don't have it. And it's just like, they sure do love seeing these, this, this dead guy floating around Saturn, huh? Yeah. Yeah. But not one now that i realize this is the intro it also makes me realize that gundam is like a capital r or zeta gundam is a capital r romantic show about space fucking yeah. sublime ass bitch <laughs> it's a space oh, opera space is really cool but also it will kill you yas are you telling me telling me that there's something transcendental about uh saying things like your soul is weighed down by earth's gravity <laughs> I think there might be something transcendental about saying that your soul is weighed down by Earth's gravity, Colin. I'm a little off put that you're implying that there are themes in this show, but I'll go along with it for now until I can prove otherwise. Is we're just making it up. This isn't based on the text at all. Yeah. Like it's, it's um here here's how we know there's not themes because there's mm-hmm. cute robots here. There's round boys. Yeah, little petite mobile suits. 
I love the petite mobiles. You're going to call him a little potato. <laughs> potato, potato. He's yeah. a little wasabi pea. Just, yeah, little little bean pole beans just running around fixing the docks that got blown up last time. Yeah. <laughs> They're hard well, these, are, these are called um, Nemos, I believe. No, right? no, no. These these are pe- uh, petite. Oh mobiles. no, yeah. These are these these are the yeah. These are the little workers that yeah. we see. Okay. The the Nemos are the are like the bright teal uh, yeah. gems that like are slightly better than the regular gems. <laughs> oh, we, you mean the ones that spend these entire episodes just kind of getting wrecked repeatedly? Yeah, but not as bad as the as the GM twos do. The GM twos just get absolutely they get their faces smashed in like every single shot. Yeah, yeah. I I challenge you to show me one time where a gym has done a thing cannot be done um, cannot be you, done you know they stare into the camera uh when quattro's like my name's quattro Regina. i am simply quattro <laughs> that's what the gyms do <laughs> gm office uh so this episode starts out camille is like like you know everyone's repairing after the battle uh camille is still fixing up haro I, I watched these last night, and I kind of, like, I, I edited a different show this morning, so my mind buffer is cleared, and my note says, Robot Remember, but Human Forget. Wow. What does this <laughs> yeah, mean? That's, that's that's literally what it does. Camille's fixing up Haro, and Haro's like, I'm Oodle, I'm Oodle. And Camille's like, wow, this this robot remembers things from ten years ago. I don't fucking remember what happened last week. Damn. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. that's not, you know, I mean, one, the robot does have physical, like, memory units, and two, mm-hmm. uh, Haro can't experience trauma, I don't think. <laughs> no, the rounder you are, the more the more immune you are to trauma. He's, he's immune to he's bullets, immune which to means... Bullets. <laughs> that's trauma. Oh. You good, sir? Yeah, yeah, sorry, they, my, I, I taped my mic wire to my table so it wouldn't bounce around, but mm. also I leaned back to pet my cat and it fell off. So now, ah, beans. now there's just going to be that that ducking noise in the background. Oh, some sometimes we have to sacrifice things for what we love. Yeah, speaking of sacrificing things from what you love, <laughs> uh, that's a very bad segue because my next note is about how Emma tells Camille that he's going to get corrected. Yeah, she she gently advises him not to be a fucking baby because otherwise Mr. Wong is going to kick his ass again. It, it, the, just the fact that she's like, oh yeah, that that's what it that's what it's called whenever someone in the military beats the shit out of you, and it's good yeah. actually. She just says it out loud, like that exact thing. It's like, oh great, cool, love to be a part of this organization. Yeah, Wonderful. yeah. Rem- Time to remember get when? Remember when we were like, oh, AUG is ACAB. They they hate the Titans, and then it's like, oh, but it's still the military all the way down. Like this is still this is still Loki kind of bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's there's, there's a lesser of two evils. Just just because they don't have sleeve doesn't mean they don't sort of suck. Unfortunately. Yeah, well that doesn't apply to me because I don't suck and I also never wear sleeves. So I'm I'm just the paragon here. <laughs> yeah, you need you need to teach Aig a lesson. Yeah. Yeah, I'll come kick Quattro's ass. Uh, <laughs> so Camille's talking to uh, some mechanic or, or whatever. And they're talking about uh, the Gundam Mark II's getting this, like, prototype flying armor that I guess will, like, is they're testing it on Mark II before they build it for the Zeta Gundam. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's based off of Camille's designs for the right, Zeta Gundam. Right, yeah. Um, also, the, the mechanic wait, is wait, Astinage, I, who is uh, just going to, he's going to be around a lot. <laughs> yeah, I like that name. Yeah. What's up, Sarah? Do, is, is it the, the, the Mark II is not the same thing as the Zeta Gundam? No. 
We haven't met the Zeta no. Gundam yet. The Zeta Gundam. What? W- w- when they mentioned it like last week or the week before, the the guy mentioned that Camille designed it like sort of as a synthesis of I think the Rick Diaz and the Gundam Mark II. I. It's I a, thought... it's, a, it's a new thing. So we haven't seen yet. Does it exist or is it just a hypothetical? I think it's gonna be built. I feel like it's probably like there's like bits of it that like I guess Anaheim is making at the moment, but it doesn't like exist in the show yet. Physically, okay. I mean. Because I thought Camille just kind of like wrote a new like program for the Mark II and was like, this will improve its performance. I'm going to call it the Zeta Gundam. And then oh, no, it no, wasn't no. like a physical thing. Yeah. The Z- yeah, the Zeta Gundam's like a different Gundam. Um, remember in Mobile Suit Gundam when they were like, oh, hey, Amaro, uh, have some tinfoil on Gundam Gundam's ball joints. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, imagine yeah. if instead, imagine if instead they just gave him a whole new robot. <laughs> which which Tomino wanted them to do in the first place. Yeah. Okay. Well, glad we glad we cleared that up. The, yeah. the, the, the Zeta Gundam of the titular Zeta Gundam is a different robot to the one that I've been looking at and calling the Zeta Gundam in my notes. Oh, okay. Um, That's okay. We all make mistakes. Did you know that Ayuk has like 80 mobile suits, actually? Yeah. And it's stolen Titan ship. Yeah. And a bunch of ships and all this kind of stuff. And they're going to throw it at Jaburo. Quattro is not too pleased about this, though. He yeah. he tells Emma this plan, and then she's like, "Hmm, I don't think you want this, bro." Yeah, and he's like, "It's, it's out of my hands." He's very, uh, he's he's very, um, kind of petulant about it, but like, is still like, "We're gonna do it." Um, yeah, but he's yeah, he gets he all like, pouty face because <laughs> Emma and this 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 might. This might come up later, because Emma is like, but but like, if we attack Jaburu, won't that be bad for the environment? And Quattro's like, ah, nah, it'll be fine. We're not going to use any nuclear weapons. We're not going to use any chemical chemical weapons. It's going to be fine. We'll just we'll take out the Titan HQ, and everything's going to be grand after that. I don't know why he sounds like this now. No, you you see, Sarah, you 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 forgot to sort of put an emphasis on it when he says it. He says we aren't going to use any nuclear weapons. Yeah. No, which, no which, one which uses any nuclear weapons. What are you talking about? No yeah. one uses... It's, it's, this is the future. We have no need for such, for such violent acts anymore. Yeah, we're never going to see it weapons, again. The nuclear weapons that Antarctica said, you're not allowed to use them anymore, and, and no one does. Yeah. The penguins were like, no more of this, fam. And the humans were like, yes, thank you, wise ones. Thank you, thank you, Sky Council. <laughs> we we saw how, like, screwed up the Earth had gotten during uh, the last war. We don't want that to happen again. Certainly not. Hey, no. look, we see it. We see it in the next episode, and it's fine. It looks, it looks fine. Yeah. Certainly not in, like, an ecological watershed like the Amazon region. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but... Quattro sort of like I, I guess tries to deflect from this saying like well we need to f- stamp out the titans because if we don't Zeon might join up with them surely this can't, couldn't come to pass <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Um, and then we get to hear about a new robot friend yeah uh, okay. yeah Jared Jared gets to pilot the um the Garam Masala oh, the Garam the Garam Masala yes the Garma Masala yeah um, Garma Masala Oh no! Wait, I'm mixing. I'm mixing up with a different one. This is the Marisai. This is the. This, this, this is, is the Marisai. Yeah, this is the samurai robot. Oh, that explains why I have Jared likes Morrissey in my notes. <laughs> yes, he pilots the Morrissey. <laughs> there is a pilot inside your Gundam. <laughs> the the Marisai is cool looking. I don't think we see it just yet, but like it looks like the Sazabi and the Hizak had a baby, which like chronologically doesn't make sense, but. 
it's cool looking. It's like the Hizak with a cool samurai helmet. Yeah, and it's, it's all red. It's definitely like, um, oh man, like if if you if you put a bunch of mobile suits in a row, like you know, level level one Zaku, level ten uh, uh, Marasai, uh, level fifty boss Zazabi is is down the road that way. <laughs> that's how that's how Titan works. Yeah. <laughs> um. I'm still trying to think of another Morrissey joke, but I can't. We'll Sorry. get there. Yeah, just just blurt it out when you get there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they they mention how Anaheim is supplying both sides in this war because you know military industrial complex. Am I right, gamers? Yeah. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Icky. Bye, cat. Bye, cat. Our guest is leaving us. <laughs> uh, ah, beans. I, I I guess they I guess they don't like war. Who can blame them? Yeah, cats cats famously don't like war. Um, but yeah, it was in this scene that I realized that, and I don't think I've mentioned this on podcast with my voice, but that Jared is just Johnny Bravo. (laughs) Oh, whoa, mama. (laughs) Oh, man. He needs to get, uh, Quattro's sunglasses and then he'll finally, his transformation will be complete. If I see Jared with Quattro's sunglasses, I will be launched into a blind rage because nothing could make me more angry than the bastard man of Jared wearing the good man of Quattro's sunglasses and accessories and clothing. I I would hate it very much. Jared really grew on me these episodes. He's getting better. Like he's just he's just a rude little guy, and it's just quite funny. And I'm like, ugh, you go, you funky little Johnny Bravo. (laughs) He's he is like. He's the fail son that you root for. Yeah. It. I. Yeah. I am getting endeared to him, but it, it, if only because like he is surrounded by a comical amount of misfortune. <laughs> yeah. Like if yeah. he ever stops sucking, I'll be like, ah, oh, well, fuck you then. But but yeah, I want to just... see this. Guy, I want to see this guy get his shit pushed in like every week. Yeah. He's a very good rival. Uh... <laughs> he's, just... he's twenty-four and he hates the seventeen-year-old boys so much. <laughs> Like, I remember, like, when I was 24, I was, like, working in, like, the child teen summer program of theater, and, like, some of the other kids in the costume department were, like, 16, 17, and I was just like, oh, these are all my children now, I will take care of them and teach them the ways of how to do costume good. And just, can you imagine just hating a child for just obsessive fucking this guy grow up well imagine on your first day of camp counseling uh and you accidentally fly your sewing machine into the dining hall uh and <laughs> kill several people and meanwhile one of your one of the the camp attendees shows up and just immediately starts making um uh you know a gucci velour suit uh just immaculately and that's you know now you understand how jared feels okay and now i'm getting mad now i am getting very mad <laughs> Gotta teach this punk a lesson. Like, oh, you just you just know how to base the seams on your velvet suit without having like looked it up. Fucking new types. <laughs> wow, cool fashion. Yeah. Uh, so we see the Titans like spying on the Sichuan, which is the Titan ship that Ayuk stole. We get this really cool like piano and string battle track as this whole thing sort of pops off. Where like the Marsais are taking off, they got a squad of Hyzaks, the Argama and the other ship is taking off because so it's like we're basically trying to stop them from leaving Amon City on the moon. Yeah, I want to say the name of this track is specifically Mobile Suits, and they play it in combats all the time, and it just it rules. It's one of Buddy, my favorite. They songs. sure are. <laughs> but hey, um, oh yeah, so yeah. also like um, the Argama is getting shot at, and like 
Heineken is like, deploy the child soldier. Heineken! <laughs> I do not Heineken. know his name, and also he fucking Hank, leaves Hank, soon. Henkel? Yeah, Henkin. We, yeah, we won't, know his na- we won't need to know his name after this episode. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. Um, guess what? Camille gets to shoot big bazooka. Bazooka! Wait, Camille gets to shoot the big bazooka? Uh, Camille he, has a re- yeah. he has a regular bazooka, yeah. Oh, he's it, it, got like, the normal... He's got that bazooka! Yeah. Bazooka! It, 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 like, fires, like, special ammunition that blows all the missiles up, though. That's, like, it's really cool. It's nice it's to look cool. at. It's <laughs> cool! It looks like one of those really sick mortar fireworks that fires, and then a bunch of smaller fireworks come out, and then a couple seconds later, they go off, and it's like, Whoa! It's like an explosion within an explosion. Yeah. I surely did not expect this to come to pass. <laughs> More explosions? Wow. Yeah. I think, and th- this is when we f- get to see the Nemos. Yes. Our, uh-huh. our good fine. turquoise boys. The color good. Yeah. They don't really fight good, but that's just because they're grunts. Our guest is back. Oh, yeah, okay. because, yeah. The get, your cat heard us talk about Nemos. Yeah, your cat loves yeah. the Nemo. And as, as we all know, cats love fish. Yeah. 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 He's here to finding Nemo. We found fa- we found them. <laughs> we find the Nemos. Hey, um, someone tell me what Quattro does. Uh, Quattro oh. no scope beam sabers a guy. <laughs> it is the sickest thing in the world. I love. It. <laughs> what if a minion killed? <laughs> Minions have killed and will kill again. <laughs> you cannot stop them. Oh man. This particular minion wasn't built during the One Year War, so it cannot be accused of any war crimes. Yeah. It's a loophole, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, we're currently not in, this is never even called a war. This is referred to as the GURPS conflict, or the GRIPS conflict, whatever the, the fucking place is called. It's it's, um, it's the Gorilla GRIPS pussy yeah. conflict. <laughs> like, no one l- wanted to play the general universal role-playing yeah, system, thank you, there Sarah. was a lot of conflict about it. <laughs> um... But yeah, it's so cool. Like Camille's, Camille is in the Mark II, which is like quite like a neutral, toned down, subtle color palette, doing big explosion. And then meanwhile, Quattro, who's in like the bright, shiny gold minion robot, is just like sneaking around the back, like ninja killing other mobile suits in cool and quiet, sneaky ways. Like, uh. Yeah, so you know, cool. just r- running up to a mobile suit and, and putting his bead saber up against the cockpit and saying, my good friend Char Asnival said, blame it on the misfortune of your birth. And then just turning it on and just blowing the guy up and flying away. <laughs> it's so, it's just, it's cool. Like This is the I, coolest wh- man I've ever seen. I know, war I'm is not, bad, but wow, cool robot. Not just because he wears sunglasses, although that is 90% of why he's cool. Yeah, no, yeah, it, it's it's his, you see him, and, and his sort of fashion is a signifier of how cool he gets to be in the show itself. <laughs> oh, um, man. So, Camille is getting attacked by both two Morrisseys? Yes, two yeah, Morrisseys. Yeah, two, two of them. A, a fate worse than death. Yeah, and he says, to die by your mobile suit, what a wonderful way to die. <laughs> <laughs> I, we, I love our beautiful fail son, Jared, because at one point, um, Kakarkon knocks Camille down and he's like trying to get back up and he like blasts his thrusters out while still remaining on the ground to throw up dust. And Jared's like, huh, rookie mistake. And he still gets his mono eye like blasted off as soon as he tries to go into the dust cloud to get Camille. C- Camille voice, I rev up my Gundam, creating a huge cloud <laughs> of smoke. When the smoke dissipates, Jared is lying dead on the pavement. <laughs> so good. Oh man, it's, it just, it does show how smart Camille is. Camille knows how to do smokescreen, he knows how to boost cancel, he knows how to rainbow step, he's really, he's been putting the time in. 
He's being grinded. <laughs> Playing um, ranked all weekend. And this is oh, we also see we see that this is when I found out the little working robots from earlier uh, were called petite mobiles, um, mm-hmm. because this big fucking what's his face Isaac comes out and just like kicks them away, and <laughs> I, I was very sad. It's very shocking. It, it like I so. Is this Mr. Wong? It is Mr. Wong, the, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. Why is this dude... Like, this guy doesn't seem like the guy to actually, like, go into battle and participate. I guess it's supposed... Uh, it's probably their attempt to, like, make him slightly more sympathetic that he's not just some, you know, uh, asshole bigwig that beat the shit out of Camille for no reason. He's also, I guess, willing to get out there and, like, fix up the base. And uh, he does He does save Camille, he, he, yeah. he shoots a guy with a big beam cannon. <laughs> I, I got very excited later on in this episode because I was like, oh, yeah, cool. That's so cool. Like, Camille got saved by, like, a petite mobile by, like, some guy in a bit. Oh, that's Mr. Wong. Yeah. It, like, no, I thought he was you. Austin Ajay at first. And I was like, oh, yeah, Austin yeah, Ajay is coming cool. in clutch. And no, it's not. It's Mr. Wong. <laughs> More like Mr. Wrong. Hey, like, we handed it to him and now I'm trying to take it back. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's under no circumstances do you have to hand it to him. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, Jared does get owned with the head Vulcans. That's very fun to watch. I like I like when the head Vulcans work. They never do, but when they do work is like it's pretty sick. It always comes in clutch. Um yeah, and then and then Quattro and Camille have to retreat to join up with the Argama, because like it's everything's already launched by now. They've, you know, successfully done this battle. They gotta fly up. And then like as it turns out, if you are like not being whiny and you do your job good, everyone is nice to you and calls you a new type. Yeah. You know, yeah, Hankin's like, like, Camille's a good boy. <laughs> he, he just gets a lot of praise for, like, killing people. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Um, uh, this, this could be an ongoing thing that, you know, maybe even despite their best intentions, uh, by copying certain, you know, uh, methods and formulas, uh, sometimes it's not great. <laughs> hmm. Um, Camille also does say, like, when someone's like, hey, new type, he's like, do not call me that, not even as a joke, please do not call me new type. It's really funny. Um, I'm simply a normal boy. (laughs) I'm a normal boy, Quattro Bayuna is a normal man. I'm a normal boy with my normal wasabi pea friend. (laughs) It's all normal. (laughs) Oh, you love him. Um, Speaking of the wasabi pea, this may be skipping a bit. I think the only thing that happens before uh, we get not safe for work Haro is the Argama like <laughs> launches and drives around space a bit. Yeah. Yeah. They see like a kooky asteroid that disappears and they're like, you know, everyone's kind of scared of what it might be. But then uh, Camille's like, oh, it's the temp- it's the temptation. It's Bright's ship. Yeah. It's like it's like putting out some distress signal, I guess. It's like reaching both sides, so everyone's like really, really worried. Okay, because no one picked up my bit about Haro being not safe for work, I am going to need to go back and have us acknowledge that Haro is a not safe for work item. He is a hazard, and he does hurt people on the ship by being an orb that flies around. No, he'll fly he's around. It's fine. A, he's just a mischievous little guy. What's wrong with that? Yeah, that's fair. It's his right. He is. He is. He is. He is here to cause mischief because, as established, Haro is a minion. Let yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> let Haro fly, let his soul be freed by from gravity, and give him full control of the ship. It's whatever. <laughs> let Haro be the captain. Let Haro be the captain, yeah. <laughs> it's the meme, it's the two books. The really long book is, is, is One Year War, and the really short book is One Year War if Haro had a gun. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they go out to investigate the distress signal from the temptation, and... Um, 
Mega Bazooka. 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 We get to see the Mega Bazooka, which is the Hyakushiki's kind of like defining extra thing. Uh, and it's a big bazooka it's with a razor scooter pedal. It's larger than the Hyakushiki. It has a stirrup in it. Yeah. It's, it's got like handles. Yeah. What if you had a gun that you could ride? It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's really sick. Hey, that's, a, that's, that's just Quattro Bugina, isn't it? Hmm. He's got guns. He does. Two of them. Um, yeah? I've forgotten the joke I was going to make. Sorry. Ah, beans. Um, uh, oh, I was trying to think of a Tem- Temptation song, but I still haven't thought of one. I don't even know what that band is. Yeah. Uh, again, I'll, I'll let you know if I come up with something. Okay. <laughs> so they go investigate um, the shuttle. And then all of a sudden, this like stupidly fast mobile armor starts flying in. Yeah. And like, it's freaking Quattro out, which is not a good sign. Yeah, they, this this not to be remotely serious on this podcast for one second, <laughs> but the 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 kind of the introduction of this guy is just like of his breathing in the spacesuit, and then that kind of echoes onto like Quattro's breathing, and it's does a really good job of like creating a like a air of what the fuck, what the fuck of like almost like pre panic attack vibes. This only occurs to me because um, whenever I became Gundam <laughs> and I put the Gundam on my body, the, the, you know, the cardboard Gundam that I made, the o- like the only thing you hear is your breathing. And it's like quite scary. It's very um, good here. And also with that, if, if you go back to a lot of uh, Camille's new type moments so far, usually they'll be kind of like prefaced with like, just the only sound you hear is Camille breathing until like there's a there's you know a, a and you know like stuff starts happening and action happens. Right, so it's yeah. I think definitely the thing that they're trying to tell us is that this man is some kind of spooky space wizard, um, and he's coming for you. <laughs> he's coming. He's so fast. And and I love that we get like you know the introdu- the introduction the introduction of the mega bazooka and it's, you know <laughs> this big powerful really cool looking gun and like Quadra just like totally like misses with it yeah but it's fine because because the space wizard just flies away anyway yeah. just inconsequential it also kind of feels like one of those guns where if you fired it and it just went anywhere near a mobile suit the mobile suit would explode whether it got hit or not <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it has aftertouch yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um. Uh, they rescue Bright Shuttle, uh, and Fa's there. Fa's hanging out. <laughs> yeah, Fa. It's a. It's just like it's good. I don't know. I like Fa. She's cool. And like, I think like Bright. Bright comes on to the. He's like in a shuttle full of people, and he's like, "All right, guys, we got saved." And then comes on to the Argama, and he's just kind of like, I don't know when he says it, but he's like, "Oh man, this is the second time I've lost a ship." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Oh gosh. Oh, D.O. Beans. Oh, no. <laughs> Oof, it's... ow, my rank. <laughs> oh, ow, my ship. My white base. I love to see Quattro and Bright shaking hands. Yeah. It's very it's very funny to me. Why? I don't... Why? They're just two ship captains. Yeah. Sorry. One captain, one I think it's just because, you know, like, Bright seems to be so respectful of Quattro, like, just right away. Like, he just trusts this guy immediately. It's just, yeah, like, he deserves it's just... respect and trust. Yeah. 
it, yeah. I don't know, it's, it's just funny to see like you know some some sort of decently high-ranking federation guy that's just like randomly immediately trusts the guy who saves him without even thinking about why it's just, yeah. it's just you know it's a little thing and they they yeah. know a lot of the same people too but you do kind of get the feeling that like uh bright and quattro specifically don't know each other um so you know it's it's cool to kind of see them be a little bit awkward it's like oh yeah i know amaro you know amaro i know shar asnavel you know shar asnavel what a small world yeah what a small world <laughs> Um, uh, Camille, like, kind of comes up afterward and is like, oh, Bright, you give me your autograph once. Um, but before I he can, I stole the Gundam like, in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, like, before he can, like, say anything, or before Bright can, like, say anything in back, we get, fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa, better run, 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 run away. Oh, Hey, Fall, uh, yeah, Fall like, Fall, like, tackles Camille and is, like, telling him about how her parents got captured by Basque and Bright saved her and, like, Camille's, like, fuck the Titans. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, a lot because they're in, you know, low gravity, so, like, she mm. fucking body tackles him and then just go, like, flying across the hangar and, like, end up on the ceiling, like, when she's, like, clutching Camille and it's like, oh, oh, she's had a bad it's a, time. It's a powerful moment. Yeah. They're finally, they've finally been re- reunited. I hope that they get plenty of screen time together for several more episodes. <laughs> this is also when I realized that space is not only capital R romantic, but small R romantic, because like <laughs> everyone's like clutching onto each other all the time because of like the low gravity. So you just kind of, in space, you have to cuddle. You have to. And it's good and normal. Everyone likes it. This is this is why Haro is good, is because you can cuddle Haro and Haro's a friend. <laughs> it's true. Many are saying this. Uh, so that's the end of, of, of that episode. Um, and next up is episode 11. Yeah. Entering the atmosphere. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah? Okay. Yeah? So I don't know why or what the reason for this was. Uh-huh. But so I've been watching the the English version, the 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 what some may call a dub, and for uh-huh. this episode, this episode only, not any of the other ones, not a, not the next one, no no good intro music, get fucking garbage orchestra funeral uh, dirge bullshit fucking. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, it's the it's the Argama theme specifically. Uh, it's because the um uh the guy who wrote um. I think it's called Beyond the Stars is the original OP, um, like worked in America as a singer songwriter as well as in Japan. Um, so actually a different company holds the rights to his music in America and they weren't able to afford to get the rights for it for the American release. So unless you have a specific like Japanese rip of a Blu-ray or something, or you have the Japanese Blu-rays, um, you will not get the original Zeta theme on the disc. But it's just, it's so weird because it's like, for this, ep- the rest of the episodes yeah. that I've been watching in the dub have the good OP, but just not this episode? Maybe, it, you know, it's called Entering the Atmosphere and we're going down to Earth and it's all good. Obviously, it's going to suck because gravity sucks. So maybe they just wanted to make me feel shit, which worked. <laughs> it worked, yeah. No, I thought something was wrong at first when I started it up. I was like, why is this not like the opening theme? Because because when I play it, when I watch the episodes in VLC, it like defaults to the English track. It's like, no, 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 thank you, not not this. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
the episode starts out we see the space wizard from earlier yeah. docking with an earth federation ship he has like he like the the, the music that accompanies him is like this cool fucking organ music like fucking orochimaru castlevania <laughs> type yeah you know he's a literal. dracula um he's yeah. some he's, kind of he's a he's dracool a, he's phantom of the gundam <laughs> this is a musical episode this week i like this yeah we we learn he 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 tells the captain there he's like turn your ship towards earth we gotta go get Ayug. uh and and the the guy's having none of it he doesn't believe this guy he just wants this creepy hubert fire emblem looking ass off of here he's like i would rather die than be under earth's gravity fuck that shit Um, same buddy same do you think my weird hairdo is gonna work under gravity no it's not normally he's just wearing like a uh like a what are those called headbands yeah but do you ever like put a headband on and then specifically like tease your hair out of it I so it makes a little like was... mushroom cap on top of your head i thought he was wearing a beret <laughs> yeah i okay i okay because i've nicked i nicked them to, i uh, i've written the word kukulin in my notes because i swear to god i've seen like an like an illustration from like a ch- irish children's book of kukulin and he's got that hair Maybe this I don't is. know Maybe if it's like an old, like fucking Celtic type hairstyle that there's just like a little headband, but I've definitely seen this in like a kid's book somewhere. <laughs> Every, everyone does. Everyone looked like that. Yeah, it, he looks like a children's, like a not anime Cucullin, but like mythology Cucullin. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I found a picture of what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought he was going to be from somewhere like way out in deep oh. space because he he said he's, he's going to go back to his his uh, mothership, the Jupiteris. But I guess he's just yeah. from Ireland. Well, well, what happened is they, they attached a bunch of rockets to Ireland and sent it into space. <laughs> Northern Ireland is still on Earth because that's <laughs> Belfast from Gundam. But the a- actual Ireland they sent into space. They were like, they were like, you know, we're, we still haven't achieved unification in the UC 0079, so we're just going to kind of call it quits and leave. We're just, we're just going to give up on it, yeah. Just to get away from Britain, we're going to attach a bunch of rockets to it. Yeah. Um, um, we do learn the name of Dracula's cool uh, mobile armor. Is this the Garam Masala. Masala? Yes, this is the Garam yes. Masala. <laughs> I like it. It's a nice purple. Yeah. It's spicy. I, what if it was purple? It's got those really big boosters. Like, it looks like it can go real fast. <laughs> it does. We seem to. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think next we cut over um, to the hangar in the Argama. Camille's checking Wait, up on I've Gundam. I've got one more joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah hit me. <laughs> Boys go to Jupiteress to get more Jupiteress. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Camille has an Very orange nice. jumpsuit now. I like that. I like his look. It's cool. Yeah. It goes well with his blue hair. He's he's doing his work, his mechanic work. Uh, Faz come around with lunch. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. just has a job now as like the Argama's dinner lady. Well, you see, she's a woman, so she has to deal with food and giving it out to people. Yeah, yeah, because women should be at home with children, as we learn. <laughs> yeah um, you know yeah. everyone's like yeah. oh you know what we don't have on the ship the one thing we don't have is we don't have a frau bow so i guess fa you're that now <laughs> instead of frau bow it's it's fa ba <laughs> so yeah stuff happened they talk a little bit we we I, bright and um 
either Quattro or Brighton Hank will show up. I don't even know anymore. But uh, think look at me. Hankel. I'm the captain now. <laughs> yeah, they just like they okay. just make him the captain. Yeah. So they like they hire Brighton. I'm like, oh, that's nice. It's you know they're they're employing the expertise of like Bright, who's who's kind of done military stuff before. I thought they were just gonna like give him a job like helping or as a lieutenant. But no, no they, like Henkel is just like, oh, you're the captain now. Bye. Um. So what I, th- you know, the, you know, if if you want to be realistic about it, you know, maybe like Henkin like was like on a Solomus class ship uh, during the one year war, which is like a space only mm-hmm. ship. So maybe they're yeah. like, oh, we're going to go do this, this Earth side, um, you know, operation. We need a captain that has experience on Earth. Bright's right here, really great. You know, Federation's been just having him like pilot a shuttle around, which is really dumb. Let's give him, let's give him the Argama. He can handle this whole operation. It'll be great. Um, what I actually think happened is that um, Emma filed a sexual harassment complaint against Henkin and yeah. just really could not have him go down there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, good riddance, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking goodbye, Heineken. I mean, I mean, my actual theory <laughs> Goodbye, is that babe. Heineken uh, is just like trying to write fucking real life white bears fan fiction, which is <laughs> kind of oh is just God. kind of what's happening here. Yeah. Um, he's you know he spent the last ten episodes being like, right, I got I've got to get my Amaro character. I find like a great kid to cast as my Amaro, and and now I've got a bright. Let's just put him in. Ch- like, ugh, fuck this ugh. guy. Yeah, bastard man. But on some better news, um, so you know the way the last episode was called Reunion? Yes. And the reunion in, in question was between, you know, Far and Camille. That happened yes. at the end. I genuinely thought at one point that the reunion was going to be between Bright and Harrow. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> but that happens Haro, now. Harrow asks how Bright is, and, like, th- this is, I'm partially right in my theory that, like, Oh, it's programmed to recognize, like, it, it's programmed with different people from White Base because they say, yeah, Haro's programmed to know Amaro and Bright's name because Bright's, like, as important as Amaro is, I guess. Yeah. He is famous enough that young men want to get his autograph when he pulls into the station in his, like, little space bus. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's just, it's just nice that, like, Haro's the one that recognizes Bright. So, like, we could be pretty sure that this is the OG Haro and not just one of the many toy versions of Haro that. <laughs> I talk about it's impo- it's truly impossible to say. Yeah. Um we, I I like the little parallel we get here between Camille and Amaro because Fa tries to give him like special pilot food instead of the regular food. Yeah. And he's like, "No, just like give me regular food. It's fine. Like I want to be normal." It's just like these boys. He needs these that boys. same. He needs that vitamin pilot though. He needs the vitamin P. Yeah. Vitamin P. He needs he's the He's got to keep his P healthy. He needs his uh his new type juice. They've got to pump yeah. them full of that new type juice. <laughs> it's got to be like a healthy, healthy, clear color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, did you know that Bright fucked? Bright fucked. Bright fucked. That's exactly what I've written in my notes as well. Yeah. <laughs> Bright it, fucked. Yeah. With Mirai. Yeah. And Quattro's like, oh, do you have a boy and a girl? Oh, lucky guess. <laughs> His Quattro's new type ability is assigning gender to children. Oh, disgusting! We have to count. We have to cancel Quattro. <laughs> Damn. I mean, we we say like assign meal at birth. Is that who does the assigning? Now we know it's Quattro. Quattro's out here enforcing the gender the gender binary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> we find out later that Quattro is the one who assigned Fa to lunch duty. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stop assigning uh, Quattro. <laughs> just don't. Just don't. Just stop doing it, my man. Um, I, and, and, and we get a little scene here. Fa is worried about Bright because she's like, well, Basque took my family because, you know, I know people who are in Ayug, so what's to stop Basque from taking Bright's family too? Oh yeah, I'm like, I don't like this guy. <laughs> we we learned that Mirai and their two kids like live in Jaburo. Yes. Um. Yeah. No. No. Not great. Not yeah, great. Just. It, it just. Um. But yeah, like Bright's just kind of sitting in the captain's chair now. Bro, I'm just. I'm just sitting here. <laughs> Bro, he is just. He's just. He's back in the seat. Or yeah. in the use where, where he belongs. He, he deserves like a nice gamer chair. <laughs> I want to see Bright in, like, not Federation outfit, though. I know. I was really sad they didn't give him, like, a sleeveless outfit. I... Oh, my God. I hate to they tell you. They could have made... The... He never takes that thing off. <sighs> that makes sense because he's such a... a He's such a, like, a little narc. He wears yeah. it for like, all of this. He wears it for all of Double Zeta. I think... <sighs> Uh, just, I think right. the trailer for Hathaway's Flash, he's wearing it in that, too. Like, he just never takes it off. <laughs> what a loser. They could have at least cut the sleeves off it with, like, a big <laughs> pair of space scissors. They could sew them, yeah, they can sew them back on later, like, you know. Maybe what, it, yeah, maybe what that's, the rule is. That's, that's, that's fine. The, the, <laughs> the rule is that you, they, like, measure your arm width, and you can't take your sleeves off until your arms are, like, a certain diameter okay yeah and or a, cer- never a certain circumference <laughs> he's never gonna get there he's always so busy piloting the ship he never has time to go into the gravity chamber yeah yeah well i mean he does have a very high protein diet of burgers so he could get there if he really put the effort in <laughs> god i'm hungry i want a burkey <sighs> um and then this is when we get like confirmation or i real quick i think we see jared and kakarkon scheming yeah. how to stop au like how to intercept them on their like descent we also see the titans like testing out some cool cushions to like go into the atmosphere and stuff yeah called the um the balut oh the kiddie pool the kiddie pool yeah it's it's, a, it's you know what it is it's a little like when you would go to like you know sit in the gym in like you know elementary school and there's that big sort of tarp thing the parachute thing oh that yeah you the like parachute pull up and thing. everyone yeah. everyone goes and sits under and it like still like remains aloft when everyone's sitting on it it's that it's good to know that they were training us with those because i guess theoretically they can like protect us from school fires or at- atmospheric re-entry or you know whatever yeah <laughs> really you, tough you, material you can, that to re-enter the atmosphere you just need a bunch of trained 10 year olds with a parachute and you'll be grand yeah child soldiers baby well amuro did it with a shower curtain <laughs> yes yeah, well that was a that was a special con designed specifically for gun it wouldn't work with anyone else oh yeah yeah like bright and quattro like do some bonding um bright is like quattro please save my family when you're down there yeah I, I do like how Bright mentions, he's like, oh, Mirai's practically a new type herself. It's like, yeah, buddy, we know. We saw 0079. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Quattro didn't. So he's got to explain. That's true. Yeah, Quattro didn't. Yeah. He, he was, I don't even know what he was doing during the, the one year war, but I'm sure it's something important. Um, and then and then he mentions how, like, he recommended Mirai to join AU. So they're already, like, kind of already radicalized by this point. Yeah, they're ready to go. They're all in. Mm. Me too. My next note is goodbye forever, babe. <laughs> Henkel leaves. <laughs> Henkel leaves. He's got a big suitcase. 
Uh, he tells Emma I that... I love his, his comically large suitcase. Yeah. He's got... Hey, what if he had just, like, you know, a stick with, like, a, a handkerchief tied on the end of it? Yeah. <laughs> a little cup. He just, like, steps out of... He, like, just steps out to, like, a little Gundam launching point and, like, floats away. <laughs> He's whistling in space. I hope he just... Oh, he goes yeah. on the space railroad. Uh, I hope he just goes into space and never comes back. <laughs> Me too. Don't like this dude. I, yeah, I don't want to see him again. We do, I don't, and this moment is weird too, right? Because he just like is sort of like given Emma looks. Um, he asks her to like lead the Jabiru assault. Yeah. And, and Foss sort of walks in and sees them just staring at each other. And I guess she's jealous because she wants that with Camille is my read on it. Or like doesn't want to interrupt them because she thinks it's like a moment or something when it's mostly just like, hey, Emma, you're going to, you're leading the assault. You're, you're a number one lieutenant now. I don't know why he's the one to make that decision, but okay. Because he's a fucking sex pest. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Oh, I want to talk about the way that Camille is standing whenever they go into his room. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> I think that doesn't happen quite yet. We see um, what happens. We get a little scene with, with Dracula. He wants to go out alone without any backup Isaacs because he's, you know, he's Dracula. He can just do that. Yeah. Um... And then we see Camille, we, we see the Titans testing their balloon. We see Camille testing his cool hovercraft, yeah. his, like, his boogie board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got to make the wings fold out. Uh, it's really weird. They have this, they make a big deal about it having transformational, like, aspects to it when it's just a boogie board. I don't know. We'll see if that pays off, if that's important later. Who knows? Right, probably not. Yeah. And then we get, then we get the scene with Camille yeah. and Sarah. You know, uh, <laughs> Fa walks in. He's got all his lights off. He's wearing a tank top and a and and some slacks. And you just hear this charming man. He's not doing the like the Kylo Ren pose. Well, he's kind of doing the <laughs> Kylo Ren pose. He's doing a three quarters of you Kylo Ren pose. He's, you yeah, know, he's in there. He like Fa just interrupted his Lincoln Park session. <laughs> He's puffing out his chest, and he's, and he's just so embarrassed when Fa walks in. Yeah, he's like, because he's got no sleeves in, he's like holding his arms as, as far away from his body as possible to just kind of feel like he has big arms. But he also, he's a child. <laughs> he's baby. <laughs> oh, God. This conversation is like a disaster, too. Yeah. yeah, the only note I have for it is him yelling. Like, it's just, it's just bad. It's just bad. It's like, I... It's effective in that these are both teenagers who don't know how to sort of deal with their trauma. Mm-hmm. But but like Fa walks in, she's like, "I didn't hear about, I didn't know about your parents dying. I'm sorry." And then Camila's like, "What? What do you? I'm sorry about your parents. You got captured because of me. Like, what do you want me to do about it? I don't even want to do any of this here." And then Fa like starts like sobbing and runs off. It's just like both of these. Like, I don't really want to put the fault on either of them because like they're going through it. But like, yeah. Get, Quattro needs to hire a therapist aboard the Argama ASAP. Yeah, um, I have I have uh, a statement written down. What if a ship had exactly two teens on it? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, we are just teens. That's what this episode is. Yeah, I feel like if Rekoa was still here, this is like a problem that she could solve probably pretty easily. But instead, we have a bunch of like emotionally traumatized adults who are probably child soldiers, like just being like, whatever, get in the robot. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. You think you think Emma can do anything to solve this? Absolutely. <laughs> it's it's weird. It's weird how 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 child soldiers grow up to be uh, emotionally compromised adults who who just kind of have no way of dealing with anything that's out of. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, it's. It, I guess it, it definitely makes sense why Quattro would say something like, I really only know how to be a soldier. I wonder what traumatic thing happened to him to make him feel that way. <laughs> hmm. He probably, like, he probably got a, a, a boo-boo in a fight one time, and it, and it hurt a lot. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah, didn't yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah. Someone threw a rock uh, at him, and it hit him in the forehead. And, and He, had, he had a bad time at war camp. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Someone, someone gave him a wedgie one time. Yeah. <laughs> Someone tried to dunk him in the toilet. Someone took his sunglasses off, and then it was just like down, all downhill for him. Um, yeah. The there's like the next kind of scene is like a, the, the the sort of the start of the battle that happens for the next episode and a half. Yeah. Um. Mm. There's a cool launching montage of all the cool robots. Gundam's Man. a plane now. Gundam Gundam's boogie boarding. Gundam looks like me whenever I go to the beach and I try to boogie board, and like the entire week I get like two good waves. <laughs> We'll kind of get some good waves later. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Um, here's the important thing. The fucking, the Masala shows up and just like hashtag Lala soons wrecks an entire battleship. <laughs> it's like, I, I guess Masala has, is the sort of the Gundam syndrome where it's like, yeah, we just like turned a battleship cannon into a normal like gun for a, for a robot. Cause it just like, just completely wrecks a ship right away. It's just like going so fast, like beating ass. You love to see it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I like Dracula. It's so fast. It's so like it's because it's mobile armor. It's just like a weird shape, um, very inhuman. Yeah, it, it looks like a strange sort of jet. Yeah, but like with like the not the front half. It's a it's, like it's the a big Dorito. Um, <laughs> Dorito. <laughs> Dorito. Oh, Dorito. Pachina. Mega bazooka. Um, no, we can't. We can't. It's already happening to me. We can't. It's happening again. It's Pavlovian. Um, it's just. It's quite nice to see like Bright directing everything again. Like he's I missed just. It. He's out here playing Fire Emblem in space. Yeah. Um. But uh, <laughs> Emma. Emma kind of like breaks formation and isn't like because she's got to really like keep everything together. But she runs off to go help out. And uh, you know everyone like is it Henkin or is it Bright who's like you know um. Uh, Camille, you have to be the one because the Gundam is the bright. most maneuverable. With it's your bright. Hank, yeah, we haven't yeah. seen Hankin in ten minutes, and we'll never see him again. Yeah, he, Good, he, he died as soon as he stepped out of the airlock. <laughs> um, I it's interesting to me that Emma's the one going off the handle now. Like normally, it's Camille's job, but I guess because she's like, oh, the Titans are attacking us, and like I need to get answers. Because once again, we get that tease of like, I'm the re- like. The, the, I'm, I'm fighting against the Titans, like not because of this, but and then and then just like oh something happens, to distract her from saying it. She's still, uh, come on, Emma, say the thing. Uh, say it. I think I don't know. Uh, I think part of this is um, one as as we'll see. Uh, you know, she loses an arm and ends up having to stay behind with the Argama. Um, her her robot loses an arm. Yeah, her, yeah, her robot. Yeah, her not robot loses herself. an arm. And I, so I think part of it is like uh, they wanted to make some room in the cast for when they go down to Earth. But I also think part of it is like this is uh, we we've we've made some some hashtag funny jokes about it so far. But like this is where we start to see things creep in that like 
Tomino really badly writes women a lot. And, uh, you know, we finally get Emma, who's like an accomplished, like, pilot and like a a good commander and is like seen as like really level headed, having this kind of like emotional, oh, I have to run off and go help. Like, I, I, I don't understand that, like, it's more important that I'm the linchpin for this formation of 80 mobile suits that's about to go into Earth's Mm -hmm. atmosphere. (laughs) Yeah. The reason Gundam as a franchise has gone on for so long is because. The series will end once Tomino is able to write a full series where a woman isn't, like, emotional and impulsive. And, like, that's when, like, the devil's contract will break, but he just can't do it. Wow, great. We'll have Gundam forever. (laughs) Yeah, right? Oh, forever? Well, it's like the monkey's paw curse, but it's good, actually. Um, As it turns out, though, the Masala is just Starscream, because this thing's a Transformer. Yes. Yeah, it, like, unfolds into a whole-ass robot. It looks really sick. Like, I love this thing. And everybody has a fucking new type moment when it happens. Like, it does a JoJo's color shift yeah. it's great uh zeta is here um <laughs> like um um um, um I, I, we still haven't gotten the actual name of space dracula um which is kind of has thrown me but like he does um hubert fire emblem's second crit quote which is just a maniacal laugh <laughs> <laughs> and it's just yeah. a really yeah. good laugh and i said to myself oh this is my favorite kind of anime character excellent <laughs> Yeah. Um just a creepy asshole. Yeah. Uh Quattro's like he's not Amaro, he's a different type, like, you know, thinking about the Space Dracula's immense uh new type powers. He begins to mm-hmm. just wreck house, which uh I think, you know, he has a transforming mobile suit. He's not a type like Amaro, and he's not a type like Quattro, which means he's a switch, so we've confirmed that Space Dracula is verse. Okay, okay. This, this okay. is the kind of hard hitting this is the kind of hard hitting investigation that sets our Gundam show apart from the rest. Yeah, yeah. This is the intellectual research that Gundam needs. Yeah, th- th- this is the true critical analysis. <laughs> this is the true critical analysis. Uh t- Titans 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 be attacking yeah. as they do. Um, and now, like, the Masala's feeling pressure from Quattro. I guess he's he's mustered his resolve. But yeah. Masala's like, damn, gravity, huh? See ya. Yeah. He's just like, I am, I'm not going down there. Bye. <laughs> Earth fucking gravity? sucks shit. I'm not dealing with it. <laughs> I ain't going near that Could shit. not be me. <laughs> Ew. Um, Icky. Disgusting. Disgusting. Um, <laughs> Foz having a moment. Like, she's grabbing Haro, and she runs to the bridge, because I guess she, like, is worried about Camille. She wants to watch him fight. And, it, like, she gets to the bridge, and, like, everyone's just like, okay, whatever. Like, you're here already. Just sit down and, like, c- clam down, please. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> just like, please, please get out of my way. Just everyone. <laughs> I do, like, I. it is kind of funny. They, like, I guess it's, like, unsafe for her to run back through the ship, but it's just, like, <laughs> Bryce is like, okay, just, like, sit down next to me and, like, just watch, I guess. Whatever. I can't do anything about this. Yeah. I have more important priorities right now. Yeah. Um, like Emma has a, a a a moment here where she's like, oh, I I really need to good eye to 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 Jaburu, even though I don't have an arm, I can do it without an arm. And like Quattro has to like drag her back to the Argama. Yeah, like it's it, it it's a very tense moment though, because like it it's just like when they're re-entering in 079, It's like you're really worried about like the whole gravity thing, and we've seen that like the show's not really like concerned about killing people off really really quickly so i was like i hope emma's okay yeah <laughs> and she is it's, yeah, it's she really is. nice to see like the the lengths lengths that bright goes to like driving the argama like really really low yeah. so she can get back on it and then being like all right okay okay <laughs> we got her we got her did we get her okay let's pull back up yeah um 
And at this point, they're all like, you know, starting to do the reentry thing. Also, also, um, uh, something that I uh, didn't really like to see that much is as they, as as Quattro brings them back up on the ship. Bright is like, hmm, he's like mimicking slapping her. Yeah, he's, he's like, it's just like, buddy. I like to see you again, but not if you're gonna pull this shit. Like, because he's like, <laughs> oh, it. bring her in for disciplinary action, and just does the arm motion, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's like an iconic thing for your character to do that doesn't mean it's good. Yeah, we don't love to see it. In fact, we just talked for like probably an hour last time about how we don't love to see it. Yeah, <laughs> maybe don't actually yeah. Yeah. In, in this case, perhaps. But you know what just I do love onion. to see? Uh-huh. Yeah, because she could get cushion. Yeah. Well, it, <laughs> Everybody puts on their minion overalls and then it turns out they're all filled with kiddie pools. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just... I like this. I like that they're all like falling like back to earth or rather like, like th- their back is facing earth as they fall, which is where the cushion comes out and surrounds them. Yeah. Yeah. Jared, Jared and, um, and Kakarikon are in the Mara size, like antagonizing Camille, who's still on the boogie board. Yeah. yeah I guess. It's, and like, it's very cool that like, because he's on like the, the, the plane boogie board thing, like he can still fight and do stuff and like zip around while everyone is like, just, having a wee nap in their cushions yeah yeah like you're in the cushion there's nothing you can do about it camille can still move his arm and kakarikon is one arm's all you need emma was right (laughs) yeah jared is like actually trying to be less of a fail son in this moment yeah he's like come on bro we gotta pop the balloot his uh his single um his single brain cell activates again and is like i enjoy i would like it's getting hot in my mobile suit i am getting in my kiddie pool (laughs) (laughs) i want to cool off (laughs) Just roll that thing out on the front lawn, fill it up with water, and just, like, sploosh on in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kakarikon does not feel the same way, though, does he? Yeah. He really yeah. tries to get to, to throw it to Camille, and eventually, what, his his balut self-deploys, like, it does it automatically? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, their whole thing is, like, which you would think would be motivated chiefly by Jared. They're like, oh, we, we gotta, we gotta get the Gundam Mark II, we gotta get Camille, um... But, like, they have to, like, deploy the thing as soon as possible so they don't die. And, like, Kakricon is the one who's, like, pushing it and pushing it and pushing it to see how late he can, like, yeah. deploy the, the kiddie pool. Um, I just, I think, I mean, Jared made the right choice doing, like, the safe, uh, health and safety protocol thing. Um, mm-hmm. And Kakricon did it. And he fucking died. Yeah. Uh, rip. Camille boogie boards his way through the balloon and it just rips up and the whole thing explodes. <laughs> he just, like... It's again a really sad. Well, not sad because I don't care. Look, the animators were tired of drawing Kakarikon's shitty hair, and that's why they—that's why he had to die. I also I noticed a trend here in that I just learned what Kakarikon's name was in this episode, <laughs> or rather, I just learned who Kakarikon was. I just connected mm-hmm. the name to the face in this episode, and then same and as then same dies. as Leela, fucking. I'll, I'm never learning anyone else's name. Maybe that's yeah, that's your new type power. Rip to anyone that Sarah learns their name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> empty yeah. your mind, Sarah. Thank no you. thoughts Thank you, empty. Connor. Uh, <laughs> it'll keep me alive forever. Uh, oh, man. Uh, and I, I, uh, this came up on the Discord today. Um, but just the fact, I think it's a great time to bring it up here just because they're all in this scene. But, like, the fact that Jared, Emma, and Capricorn are all the same age, they're all 24. And I cannot so think of good. a wider breadth of people I would think yeah. have ages. <laughs> It's it's so funny. I just Jared is not twenty four. 
Like like I said, he's five years old and seven feet tall. <laughs> yeah, that that yeah. One of those feet is the hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you get him wet. He's six feet tall. <laughs> um, and as 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 Kakrakon dies, he yells out for his like girlfriend slash wife slash fiance whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, because um, earlier they were like having a chat, and Jared is like, "Oh, do you have a girl back on Earth?" And Kakrakon's like, "Maybe I do." <laughs> oh well, he's dead now. Yeah, he's dead now. He burns up. Uh, the last shot of this episode is this like beautiful scene of like you know all the mobile suits falling through the atmosphere. They're um, like over Jabaro. They're like little jellyfish coming back down to Earth. It's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or umbrellas. <laughs> yeah, or kitty pools. Or kitty you know? pools. Yeah. Uh, Sarah, you want to take the episode name this time? Yeah. <laughs> episode twelve: The Winds of Jaburo. 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 So. 100 mobile suits dropped onto Earth. Where are we dropping, boys? Yeah. Where are we dropping, boys? Uh, well, it is not exactly 100 because Camille immediately starts killing people who are completely defenseless. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I I don't know what the Antarctic Treaty says about this one, bud. Uh, look, listen, listen. He's never experienced Earth's gravity before. And, like, he just That's gets true. a little taste and just pew, 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 pew. Gravity makes you mad in a berserker rage because all you want to do is kill everyone who's in your way of leaving. Yeah, um, it's, you know, imagine uh, you're playing a video game and you finish one battle and you're going straight into the next battle, but you can just, like, merc people in the loading screen. This is what that feels like right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's like they got it's 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 yeah, it's like if you spawn into Fortnite and you already have a gun while everyone's parachuting down. It's like, damn. (laughs) Yeah, it's free real estate. Camille's going to get that chicken dinner. (laughs) <laughs> mm, yummy yummy uh so jobber is under attack the alarm's going off they're mobilizing all their gyms and yeah. and and hyzax and all this we see a couple of really weird gm like tanks yeah <laughs> they're like sort of like tan color they, they look sort of like the the gun tank but like the top half looks like a gym not like a weird sort of robot poochie looking thing <laughs> and we also see <laughs> fine. uh kai and rekua are uh <laughs> they got you know captured. just in 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 jail together. Yeah. Remember when we left them off and they were gonna do like a cool Jaburo heist? No. Yeah. They they like opened the door to the break room or something and immediately got taken. <laughs> yeah. They just got captured immediately. Uh, n- not to not to uh, force any shipping onto this. Uh, but I do have to make a comment. There's only one bed. There is only one bed. <laughs> And Kai immediately took it. <laughs> Kai Sheenan is an honorable gentleman. He's grown up and matured. He sleeps on the floor while Rekua takes the yeah. bed. No, I think Kai just took it immediately. Um, mm. Oh, man. Or just, like, Kai just, just has a constant feed of cigarettes and Red Bull and just doesn't sleep. <laughs> you know? <laughs> he doesn't you need know, to. Yeah. He, he's, he's also a space vampire. <laughs> he sleeps upside down, suspended from the ceiling. <laughs> That's why the suit is so big. It's just full of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just full of his sustenance. You know, listen, he went to Belfast. Uh, Mary sold him a bunch of Gallagher cigarettes, and now he's addicted to them. Yeah. That's a, that's a Belfast speciality. Uh, or was in 1979. A, he's had a god-awful last eight years. It's the only way he can remember her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the only way he can remember, period. <laughs> um, but Jared is fucking pissed, because he's landed now. He wants Camille to pay, because his 24-year-old, 50-year-old looking friend is dead. <laughs> We get to see um, the so hijacks are cool. They get to hover like Dom. So those those aren't um, yeah. Like everybody can roller skate, but also uh, did you notice that there is the the goof flight type is here too? Yeah, yeah. I saw a goof. Very happy to see a goof. 
I don't I don't think I noticed that specifically because like I th- this whole time I didn't realize that the blue Hyzaks were like the specifically the Earth Federation colors of Hyzaks. So if I saw a goof, I was just like the battle is a lot. It's a lot of explosions, yeah. and I just like sort of zoned out. There, I was watching it like a lot. There's last like night. a trio of them that have like the big shoulder spikes, and like they're a little bit darker blue, and they mm-hmm. they rule. They they absolutely fucking rule. <laughs> the the way this battle is introduced is just extremely funny to me because Kai and Rekua like they're having a conversation and Kai is like oh like it, it, you know Titan HQ isn't even here it would be really really bad if Ayug attacked Jaburo and then we like always sunny font cut to like this huge battle where Ayug are attacking Jaburo yeah yeah it's just it every single time it happens it's like it's I, I love that humor where it's just like it's just, it's good. I like yeah. it. I mean, I don't know if it's supposed to be humor. It's more supposed to be, like, extreme tragedy and, like, war is bad and chaos. And But, hey, it is also kind of funny. Yeah. Have you considered Wow Cool Robot? Have yeah. you considered Wow Cool Robot? Have you considered Wow Cool Surfboard? Um, well, Surfboard. Have- have you considered our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ of Nazareth? Because uh, Jared does finally find Camille and says, now I believe there's a god. <laughs> yeah, that's a little interesting a line there. J- t- Jared has become Catholic. <laughs> I don't think he says that in the dub. I feel like I would have noticed that if he'd said it in the dub. Well, that's that all, all, all the shame then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, they're just taking all the Catholicism out of, out of anime. It's, <laughs> truly a shame <laughs> truly a shame separation of, of anime and church yeah. <laughs> um but but yeah and again much much like our lord and savior camille is like walking on well not walking on water but surfing on water yeah the wave rider is cool it can just do that i like that i mean i guess it's just kicking up water it does look like he's like on the ocean i guess with like the amount of waves that are going on but like it's the amazon it's not really known for its choppiness uh no it kind of is well, but this isn't, like, the main, main river. This is, like, you know, certainly some tributary of it, like... I mean, not, like, no, Max, like, the Amazon's fucking huge. Yeah. I played video games, and the Amazon's always flattened those, so I don't okay. know what you're on about. Okay, I've been to the Amazon, it's fucking I've huge. I've played Endless Ocean too, Sarah, okay? okay then I think know I know what I'm talking about. I did meet the special pink river dolphin there, and he is my friend now. <laughs> okay. Please respect me. <laughs> I will respect the pink river dolphin, and I will not surf on the Amazon. Uh, here's the thing is you don't even really need waves if you're Camille because your boogie board surfboard has rocket jets in it, which means that you can, you can shred your own gnar. Uh, yeah. Boys making waves. <laughs> Camille's goofy foot. Yeah. <laughs> I, in this scene, actually, um, not to get things slightly more serious again, but this is a scene where I noticed that like every time like he kills someone, he's like, uh-huh. you shouldn't have come at me. It's your fault. I had yeah. to kill you. Yeah, in stop justifying it. Uh, in the Japanese or in in the subs, he says, "If you try to retaliate, you'll die pointlessly," which is just cool. a weird thing to say when you're charging into an enemy base, shooting at people. <laughs> yeah, you're making me do this. You're making me do this. But it, um, yeah, it, like yeah. his logic is is. I mean, he's coping. He's not coping well, but he's coping. Do what you got to do, I guess, kid. We. The scene that happens next, I know it's not meant to be funny, but it's extremely funny <laughs> in that Camille stops and he spaces out and he sees a monkey just ch- hanging out by a log eating something. It's really sad. What do you mean? <laughs> no, you no, mean it's, a, it's a baby cat. monkey like 
like pawing at the its dead parent monkey's arm that's bleeding out underneath the log. Okay, I did not. I did not like pay close enough attention to the scene because I just said I just my notes just say monkey. So. Okay, my notes say monkey, but they say monkey with an exclamation mark. Oh no, monkey! Uh, mine, mine just say dead monkey. Uh, unhappy face. Oh, I'm glad we're we're all we're all in sync here, but drift compatible. Jared sends the monkey to hell. <laughs> he does. He shoots the monkey. Jared gives the monkey the sweet release of death. <laughs> But yeah, like him and him and Camille are kind of like doing fight. I think the rest of the gang get into Jaburo, but then it's really empty. Yep. Yes. Yeah, it's weird. I it's just so funny that Jaburo is like mostly office buildings. Yeah. It's it's like just a bad '90s office park, but in a cave. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, you know, you got a lot of paperwork you have to sign uh, to make you know weapons of mass destruction and what have you. Um, the wheels of war are lubricated with paper. <laughs> And, and pen and, and pen ink. Also, it's really funny when the beams shoot perfectly perfect circles through the glass. I like that <laughs> a lot. That was that was cute. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, I guess. Yeah. This is happening. But yeah, Quattro mentions like, oh, this feels like a trot. There's something wrong here. No. Um Quattro also, like, you know, as they kind of like take over this area. Uh, you know, someone's like, oh, is, you know, is, is the, uh, poopy whiny new, new type boy doing better now? And, like, Quattro's, like, says, like, Mr. Wong's corrections are working wonders, which is this, like, yeah. oh, that's gross. Don't, Quattro, no. no. Yeah. Do not turn the boy into a gun. Uh. Too lit. Don't. Um, but then Camille gets, like, a DM from Requa yep. and Kai. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I have I have written down here Camille on the psychic discord uh, pinging <laughs> at uh, Reco Na uh, hashtag four eight eight seven and GamerLife four twenty hashtag one six five five. Yeah, they're like, God, hey, yeah. uh, we've been blocked from the server. Can you like use your admin privileges to like get us out of here? <laughs> we posted we posted cringe. <laughs> We posted cringe and got sent to horny jail, where there's only one bed. <laughs> um, while this is happening, uh, Jared's fighting uh, uh, Quattro and his sort of regiment, and he's like, hmm, what is that golden banana minion looking thing? Is it a Gundam knockoff? And then immediately, like, blows a head off of a high sack. He's like, not a knockoff. It's not a knockoff. <laughs> he just gets immediately wrecked by Quattro and it rules. It's what uh, he deserves. There are a lot of good dead robots in this episode, I will say. Yeah. <laughs> like, you see all the mechanical bits in the neck, and it's just, yeah. 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 Uh, remember, hey, remember that part when we said that we, there weren't any more nukes? Yeah. That was a lie. Yeah. Oh, no, man. Oh, shit. Oh, there's nukes. Like, God, no. Yeah. Uh, a interrogating a Federation officer and he's like, hey, listen, there's nukes here. They're buried. They're set. They're set to go off in an hour. Like, please get me out of here. I will do whatever you want. I would like to live, though. <laughs> And like yeah. it's like uh, for like five minutes, everyone's like, "And this, this is this is just a trick. This guy's lying." And then like five minutes later, Quattro comes in and is like, "Yeah, that sounds about right. Let's get out of here, guys. Time to go. Yeah. Time to go." Jared has officially stopped getting owned, and now simply everyone around him gets owned constantly. The, the, yeah. the ownedness, <laughs> you know, it, it just dissipates. It flows from the source, which is Jared, just around 
the vicinity. You you know what it is. It's like you know how you know how in Twilight, um, Edward can never read Bella's mind, and the reason why is because like her latent power is that she protects a shield around herself. But when she becomes a vampire, she can use that like as a tool and like move it to others. Jared's basically figured out how to weaponize his own incompetence and push it onto <laughs> others. I wish I didn't know that much Twilight lore. I've been. I my girlfriend and I just like watched like all the movies recently. Why? They're good. The the first one is legitimately good. The baseball scene fucking rules. The baseball scene is Kino and should be shown in every film studies. Okay, Could you okay. imagine if Gundam played baseball? I <laughs> want to imagine. Can you imagine if Gundam played volleyball? Imagine if I just. I was editing some Walden Academy like weeks ago because I'm really behind in it. And there's a name I haven't heard in a long we time. We made up an entire anime that was basketball anime, but mechs, and I want it to exist so badly. What, what did we call it? We called it like like virtuous dunks or something I, like that. It was it. It was just oh. Instead of war, we made is up a bad, lot of sports in that. We made up a lot good. of sports in that. There was a sports, lot of sports is good. Wow, 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 cool polo cross. Wow, yeah. cool sports. Who doesn't love polo cross? Um, uh, uh, what happens? Jared gets his robot's arm blown off. Yeah. It's great. Uh, yeah, they do a cool cross counter. They shoot each other's beams. Oh, yeah, it's really sick. When you shoot a beam directly into the other beam, it does like a cool feedback explosion, like like a, a beam struggle in DBZ, and everyone gets blown away. It's just like, damn, this is pretty sick, actually. Yeah. Camille gets launched down a hole. <laughs> Not a very deep hole. It came, the beam struggle came immediately after Camille had just been launched down a hole, come out of the <laughs> yeah. hole, did the really sick thing, then fell down another hole. I, I diagnosed you with hole. It's because it's Jared believes in God now, so he makes the environment holy. <laughs> wow. Sorry. Oh, God. Um. Yeah, and like everyone has to escape now, Um. but... I, I don't. Camille hasn't learned with the nuke yet. He's still freaking out, trying to search for Kai and Rekoa. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we and then he does. We learn specifically that like the bombs are going to go off in thirty-five minutes. Like, there's no way they yeah. can be act- deactivated. Um, there's quite a nice wee line from well, quote unquote, nice wee line from Quatcher where he's like, "Well, don't that don't you people realize that's going to be really bad for the environment? Like, why have you done this?" <laughs> um, <laughs> And we also learned that, like, Mirai isn't here, because I looked for her. Yeah, 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 which is good. I guess, I, I, I want to see, I want to see, I want to see everyone white base all grown up. And I will get my wish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you will. But, 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 but Camille's, Camille's still searching, and he ends up finding Rekko and Kai. Um, he, he, like, you know, makes his way down there and, like, blows the roof off and all that. And, like, Kai seems a little suspicious of the Guntum kid. I can only imagine why. Oh, I feel like a one yeah. very important Kai line to talk about eh. that happens before this because him yeah, yeah. and Rekua are are like in the the jail cell, right? Like, they're still locked in. They're yelling. They're trying to like be like, "Oh, come find us!" Oh, blah blah blah. And Kai is just like fucking yelling and shouting, and Rekua's like, "You know, shouting won't do you any good, Kai." And Kai's like, "It makes me feel better." Okay, and then continues <laughs> yeah. yelling. I love I Kai. I love Kai so, so much. much. I can't believe I used to hate him. Like, character development. Growth. Growth. Ugh. Eight years have passed and you're a different person now. Yeah, you, your, your blood is nothing but Red Bull and, and your muscles, tissue is nothing but cigarettes. <laughs> um, I An interesting thing that I like to see, well, not like to see, but like, 
comparing the sort of evacuation procedures of AUG and the Federation, AUG is like, yeah, we have all these prisoners. Like, everyone get aboard our ship. We're going to get everyone out of here. Don't worry about it. The Federation is, like, clawing tooth and nail and, like, pushing each other off to get on, like, their one remaining escape shuttle. It's, like, complete hell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The chaos is fuck. Yeah. Ooh. It's, like, it's rough. People are, like, clawing, like, pulling boots off of each other, like, pushing. It's just, it's, like, really, like... It's well animated, and that serves to make it seem very uncomfortable. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Jared does lose a shoe, uh, and only gets only gets on the plane because he gets saved by a green haired girl that surely isn't going to be a main character. <laughs> I haven't I haven't played any Fire Emblem games, so I don't know why a green haired person could possibly be important. <laughs> <laughs> who, who can say? Do you guys uh, in the in the in the sub have this thing where like there's a mass of people trying to get on this one plane and like. Jared joins them, you know, he's lost his mobile suit. He only find, found out like 10 minutes ago that the whole place was going to explode. And he's just like chanting his, in his own head, if you're weak, you won't survive. If you're weak, you won't survive. If you're weak, you won't survive. Like he chants this for like 30 seconds. The, that doesn't happen in the sub, people, I don't think. No, um, no, no, it doesn't. Punching people like in the face to like get ahead of them to get on the plane. It's... Oh, oh, oh. It, it doesn't happen. He's not chanting. He says it out loud, I think, one time. Yeah, he's, he says it to a bunch of injured people that he rides on a truck with, basically. Yeah, which is like a cool thing to yeah. say to someone who's about to die. <laughs> yeah. Um, he gets on there, though. He, he escapes, which is good. So we get to see him, you know, beef it some more. We get to see more, we get to see more Jared epic fail moments <laughs> in the future, which I'm happy yeah. about. Uh, the, the final sort of struggle here is, you know, Ayuga's escaping on the, the two Garudas that the Federation have. Um, three of these high sacks roll up who, like, don't believe that a nuke is going to go off. They're just trying to, they're, like, antagonize everyone else as they're escaping. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the, the Mark II Gundam is, like, escaping just, like, kind of, like, gently cupping Kai and Requa in his hands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's nice. It reminds me of the Iron Giant. They're being holed. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, Camille gets both of them on the ship, like, uh, hands, um, uh, Rekua off to, uh, I guess one of the, the Rictiuses that are there, and then, like, manages to help Kai just, like, jump onto the floor of the Garuda. Um, and then, to get on, Gundam and Hyakushiki hold hands because they're best friends. Yeah. They, it's, it's symbolic, you see. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, good. it's, it's romantic, small r. Small r, yeah. Aviation yeah, not, not space is all about cuddling and holding hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's not romantic, though? Uh, when a nuclear bomb goes off? Polluting the Earth. God, the, Oops. the like, animation team really went ham on this one, huh? I wonder if this is commentary of a sort. I wonder if this, this has any kind of like historical context. I'm sure it doesn't. I'm sure they just made it. Impossible this up. to say. It's impossible to say. I'm, I'm sure this is not supposed to be like, uh, you know, like a colony drop moment, basically. No, 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 no. Na 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 na. Said I had all the Gundams in the world if I was a wealthy girl. I don't. Sorry, I couldn't. I couldn't help myself. Yeah, some sometimes you just got to go a little fiddler with it. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody gets saved. Um. You know, Kai. Kai says, "Oh, is that Quattro Bagina?" And then he's on the case. And then he does sticky emoji. I don't know why he'd be suspicious of him. I mean, like, he's just a guy, right? He just, he's just a cool-looking He can looking tell black. by the way that he uses his walk that he's a ladies' man, no time to talk. He just... No time to he's talk. He's just looking at that, that old Quantra with uh, interest, as we all have been for the last 12 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's the last thing we see in this episode, please? Oh, um, I want to see my little boy. 
He's not little are, anymore, Sarah. Are y'all hungry? To see my big thick boy. <laughs> Colin, can you drive us to a certain restaurant? Uh, well, we don't need to drive because apparently they do delivery. <laughs> uh, because Caraba's <laughs> Italian Grill is here. <laughs> Hayato Kobayashi has been eating two meals a day at Caraba's Italian Grill for the last eight years. <laughs> Oh man, we only get to see his head, but uh, that you, you can tell uh, that that man has a jawline now. <laughs> and no, I think that like the final bit of the episode is is Quattro. You know, the the plane calls and is like, "Hi, I'm ha- Hayato Ko- Kobayashi. I'm here to drive you to your destination." Uh, and then Quattro's like, "Oh, Kaishi Hayato Kobayashi," and he starts just like making a list and checking it twice he's gonna collect them all <laughs> the reason he's no the, see the reason he's suspicious is because like he knows Olive Garden does unlimited breadsticks he doesn't know if Karabas does or not <laughs> he has to feed Argama somehow yeah. please help me my uh bar- 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 paramilitary revolutionary force is dying <laughs> god I'm hungry now we talked about like a lot of different fun pizza food didn't we yeah um, well, let's say we wet our appetites a little bit um, with the segment that I prepared today. Uh, I guess prepared is a little bit of a, an overstatement. But today I'm going to open up my big cool book because we're going to go beyond Toon World. Ooh. You're going to love this. Trust me. Beyond Toon World! Yeah, uh, today we're going to be talking about... Uh, a man by the name of Nobuo Tobita, who is, as we know, the role of Camille Bidon in Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam. Mm. Um, Wikipedia has, like, jack shit on his actual life. All we know is that he was born in 1959 in Japan, and he's been active since 1982. That's, like, basically cool. it, uh, as far as what we know. Great, Here's next. some roles, though. Yeah, that's it. That's the segment. <laughs> um, obviously, Camille. He's done voices in Victory Gundam and G Gundam as well. Um, he did a lot of random voices in the Kirby TV show, which is pretty cool. We love to hear okay. it. We love to hear it. Um, Sarah, do you know Ebisu in Naruto? Nah. I don't know. I'm very bad with character names, as um, you may have uh, guessed. Ebisu is the, um, the pervy teacher guy with glasses who trains the Hokage's grandson. Yeah, that's him. That's Camille. Okay. Not great, but, um, <laughs> yeah. He was, he was some Transformers characters. In, in, in one of the TV shows, he was in Bleach, he was in Code Geass. Um, he was straights in JoJo's. Okay. <laughs> pretty co- pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, he was, he was, uh, I, I, this is more for the gamers, but he was Zeku in Street Fighter V. Um, he's like One Piece characters. He's in Brand New Animal as Dante, which I still have yet to see, but I'd like to someday. Uh, da, 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 da. this like Wikipedia's done like a whole lot of shit, like a lot of like small rules. He was in Sailor Moon. He was in Saint Seiya. Um, more Transformer stuff. Okay, here you go. This is one's for you, Sarah. Do you remember in season zero of Yu Gi Oh the nasty like capsule monsters chess guy that like kidnapped Miho? Yes, that's Camille. Oh my god, that guy was so nasty. Ki- Fuck. Kiwami Warashibe. That's Camille. You hate to see it. <sighs> go- going off the um. Every voice actor has voiced a Pokemon. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, he, he's voiced Sableye and Oranguru in the Pokemon uh, TV show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which, let me just... Um, are you familiar with either of these Pokemon, Sarah? No. All right. Not really. Um, um, I know Sableye. I will, I will, 
Yeah, so so here you go, Sarah. Sableye, I'm gonna post an image. I mean, I know Sableye. I played I played Emerald on my phone for like a week and I had a Sableye and I loved it and cherished it. Yes, yeah, Sableye is an absolute like bastard to actually fight in, in competitively because it's just like it can do a whole lot. Um Oh, I like Oranguru. He's just a funky little guy. Yeah, I'm gonna post Oranguru for you, Sarah. Um what if what if Camille was was monkey? That's 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 Camille. Okay. He's got a fan. Big monkey. He's got... He's got a fan. He's got the shawl? He, he's meant to be like a sort of fortune teller. Okay. That, that is Camille once he's like, seen the Tears of Time. Oh, like, like, orang, like, orang, <laughs> like, guru. Oh, ooh. Like, oh, orangutan guru. Ah! Yeah! 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 Uh, he was the voice in Bioshock Infinite. Um, He was Dr. Light in Mega Man 11, which is, like, decently important. He's done like a lot of stuff. He's done like a ton of tokusatsu voices and dubbing and all that. Um, for whatever reason, he's dubbed Steve Carell in four different movies. <laughs> okay, Camille, be honest. In, in dinner Carell. for in, in, in dinner for schmucks, Foxcatcher, The Big Short, and Beautiful Boy, which is just there's a movie called Beautiful Boy starring Steve Carell. I like that. This is funny to me. <laughs> um, and uh, something else for you, Sarah. He dubbed Terry Gilliam in The Meaning of Life. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why that was for you, just because you're, you know, in the UK. Yeah, so I guess. I, I mean, Monty I'll Python take it. Stuff. And uh, the 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 final funny thing I have is that he dubbed Seth Green in Scooby Doo Two, the live action movie. Okay. <laughs> so he has the range. I think we can we can it's, say for certain. It seems like he has the range. He has the range. Um, yeah, trending 269th this week on BehindTheVoiceActors.com. Okay, great. Uh, thank thank you for your service, Nobuo Tobita. Thank you for your service, Nobuo Tobita. Um. And that'll do it for us today. That was a fun. I just, I just, pe- imagine having that much talent that you can like be Steve Carell and Seth Green and two different Pokemon. <laughs> like, that's the pinnacle of range. <laughs> Steve Carell, two Pokemon. Peak vocal performance. <laughs> that's what peak vocal performance looks like, and we have to respect yeah. it. Um, yeah. So that'll 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 take us there. Um, now is the time in the episode where we sort of shout out what we do and all that. Uh, Colin, you can go first. Yeah, sure. Um, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Pagetish P P A D G E T T I S H. Uh, I am going to be on private by the time this episode goes out. Um, I will. Um, uh, some. I'm switching to a different role at my job, which means that I cannot have public social media, which is fun. Um, but you know, if you uh, send me a request, I will. I will probably uh let you follow me no problem um yeah i'm i'm going into election season so that's what my Ooh. life outside of gundam is going to be for the next three months and it's going to suck but what oh well fun. yeah <laughs> uh sarah Thumbs up. um oh yeah yeah me i'm sarah um mccostumes you can find me everywhere at sarah mccostumes i oh also relevant because last episode i talked about the shirt that quattro bagina wears that's a really nice shirt and i made i made that shirt today and yesterday like i just made it because i wanted it i think i'm gonna start digitizing my patterns um for that kind of stuff and i haven't made this yet but i know that the handle is free if you go to gumroad.com forward slash sarah mccostumes i should start putting that up maybe by the time this goes out don't know if i'll have it done but it might be <laughs> worth checking out gumroad.com forward slash sarah mccostumes Hell yeah! So people, so people can just like buy the like how to make this shirt pattern. Yeah, that's cool. We can all have the Quattro Bagina shirt. Ah, Earth, Earth become Quattro. Yeah. Um, I'm Max. You can find me on Twitter at Maxi Bajillion, and you can also find me on Instagram and like 
pretty much everywhere else at Maxi Bajillion. Um, all of our podcasts are linked in the description as usual. Um, this show obviously is on on Twitter at Wow Cool Podcast, and you go to Noise Space dot x y z for this and like uh 132 other podcasts approximately yeah give or take a little bit also we all count, have other so. podcasts but also you can go to the noise space page for wow cool robot and just kind of click on them yeah and then there you, you you click on our, our our host names and it'll actually like tell you which episodes of other podcasts on the network we've guessed it yeah. on yeah it's cool noise space thank is you, a Matt good GameCube. website thank you matt many GameCube. are saying this thank, thank you uh uh matt game cubo captain oh captain yeah. okay oh, captain my captain um that the last thing we do today is one of us has to give a robot of hey, max, the week max oh i think yeah it is my max. turn isn't it um my robot of the week is okay um, the Scorpion Sentinel from Final Fantasy VII Remake. I beat the game this morning. Um, I got to see my good friend Sephiroth. Congratulations. And I'm gonna, like, That's terrifying. Re- <laughs> it. The fight is so sick. One-Winged Angel like beats my ass every time I hear it. Um, <laughs> sometimes. Some, some... <laughs> Sorry, what? It's so good. Yeah. Scorpion Sentinel School is a big, like, robot that has a scorpion tail, and you fight it in Mako Reactor 1. Hell yeah. Uh, it's red. It, it can heal itself and, and put shields off and shoot missiles. Yeah. And it's, like, a really, really, like, cool and very difficult boss fight to start the game out with. And I'm going to try it on hard later, and I'm probably going to die. Yeah. But that's okay, because I have my good friends Cloud and Barrett to help me. <laughs> nice. I don't really care a whole lot for Final Fantasy VII in the grand scheme of Final Fantasies, but the remake is really, really that's good. Cool. Um, well, that'll do it. For us, thank you all for tuning in for another week of robot content. Um, well, <laughs> as we say to close this show out, and uh, the words of our ancestors who are whose corpses are floating throughout the rings of Saturn, <laughs> war is bad. Bazooka. Ah! <laughs> you, you zagged on us a little bit there. Ah!